The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Creator Automation Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're gonna talk about how to build urgency and trust with your content as a creator. With us today is Jack Bourne, who is the founder and CEO of Deadline Funnel. Deadline Funnel helps digital marketers, especially course creators, to make more sales in less time through proprietary technology that assigns a unique deadline that is synchronized with email automation campaigns to create a sense of urgency for each one of your leads. And outside of being a useful tool to convert more sales, Deadline Funnel is also a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. So far for Creator Automation Week, Jack and I have discussed building urgency and trust in your marketing. And today we're going to talk about launches and their limitations. All right, here's the second installment of Creator Automation Week with Jack Bourne from Deadline Funnel. Jack, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Great to be here. Excited to have you back and to continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about the importance of urgency and trust in your marketing efforts. Something that is obviously central to what Deadline Funnel does as a business is you need to help people prioritize making a decision. And so when you put a deadline in front of them, it forces them to make a decision and either they're interested in your product or they're not. Sometimes you've got a product that is dead on arrival. It doesn't matter what urgency you put in front of somebody. But if you actually have somebody who's interested in your product, making them make a decision will likely improve your business results. So there's a couple different places where people are using deadlines. And the first one I want to talk about is launches. And I think that for creators like me, we think of courses and events and product launches. There's a bunch of different places where launches can be really valuable. First off, talk to me about where you think launches are useful. The most obvious place where launches are useful is when you are actually launching something into the marketplace for the first time. So this could be an online event. It could be a real-world physical event, in-person event. It could be a new product that you're just bringing out into the marketplace. We have a new platform. I'm not going to get into the details now, but as an example, we have a platform we've been working on behind the scenes for a year and a half, and we're going to be launching this into the marketplace. And so all of those fall into the category of something truly new is being launched. And so that's really the fundamental number one area where an event makes sense. It's not the only one, but that's the first one that comes to mind. 
we're doing something new. We need to tell everybody that it's not only happened, we probably want to tell people it's coming, when it's coming, that it has launched, and don't forget that it has launched. There's multiple stages of promoting a launch, but not everything is necessarily net new. I don't have to start the MarTech podcast for the first time to have a launch. We just relaunched our website, martechpod.com. Sometimes we launch new content series. We might have a sister podcast that's a launch. There are other different types of launches as opposed to the sort of standard product launches. Do you think those are useful? What are some of the examples? And do they follow the same marketing strategies? You bring up a good point. It doesn't have to necessarily be a brand new product or a brand new brand. I mean, it could be, for example, something that happens in the creator space that we operate in quite a bit is that someone will have a coaching program and the coaching program might be structured in such a way that there's only so many of students let in because we want to keep the interaction solid. We want to make sure that everyone's questions get answered, et cetera. So we want to keep the quality high. And so, for example, there's only going to be 20 students in this cohort. And so you have the launch. As soon as you hit those numbers or hit the deadline, you close it down. And then at some point down the road, you would do another cohort. So it's not even a new product. It's the same coaching program that was launched previously, but it hasn't been available for any sort of enrollment. And so that would be another specific example of where you've got something that already exists in the marketplace, but there's a very fixed period of time for that enrollment period. And everything about it makes sense. This isn't constructing some sort of fabricated story. These are the parameters under which, you know, there's limitations for this particular course. There's only X number of slots. And so that's why we have an enrollment period. I think that the education system is something that is the best example of a launch. We're going to do our applications. There's launch announcements that go for We're going to do our school visits. We're going to do our acceptance process. We're going to do enrollment. We're going to actually start the school year. These are all activities that sort of the traditional education system uses as launches. Now, when you're thinking about marketing launches across multiple different stages, I kind of alluded to this, but there is the pre-launch announcement, there's milestones, there's launches. How do you think about marketing throughout a launch? There's been a lot written on this topic, but in general, big overview, you want to make sure that you build up buzz and excitement and anticipation leading up to your opening of the doors or open cart, however you want to phrase that, or the opening of the enrollment period. So you want people really looking forward to and leaning into and excited about the fact that suddenly something that wasn't available or is now available or something that has never existed before now is being released. So what typically happens is that you'll see a surge of sales if you've done things correctly. And if there is excitement around this and anticipation, you'll see a surge of sales, but that rate of sales definitely drops off over the coming days. And then right before the deadline, as I mentioned before, that's when you're saying, look, if you're interested, enrollment's closing, or we're going to be shutting this down for the next six months. That's when you see a surge of sales that is even bigger than any previous day because people have been procrastinating. They're leaning into your message. They're excited about it, but human beings procrastinate. Don't know why, but we do. So you mentioned that you have to build buzz, build excitement. That sounds like something that is easier said than done. Are there strategies that you recommend for making sure that people actually have impulse and interest in your launches? 
part of it depends on whether this is something brand new or whether this is something that has existed before. If it's something that has existed before, such as the example is the coaching program where there's a limited enrollment period. I think one of the best things that you can do is you can start talking about some of the case studies from past students who have gone through. What were their pain points? What sort of things were they looking to solve in their life or their business? So you talk about that, you talk about the success that they had, and you get people excited about that because there's almost no better way to communicate with your audience than to let your past customers do the talking for you. Because the language that they use, the way that they communicate, the story that they went through really resonates with the same people. If you had success with a previous cohort of students, let those students do the talking for you. If it's something newer, then I think that what you need to do is you need to make sure that your messaging resonates with the pain point that your product or your service is expecting to solve. So again, there's a lot that's been written about this, but basically the lead up to a launch, a lot of times it's not necessarily a one-way communication with your market. It's really a back and forth communication where you're getting their input and their feedback. Sometimes it might start with a survey and then showing them the results of the survey. But it's really talking about the story that they're going through, which includes the struggles that they have, et cetera, and getting them excited about the solution that you have put together to solve this pain point. So launches can be an incredibly powerful tool, and they're not necessarily something that you just have to do once. You could build in launches into a regular cadence in your business. You can launch new products, new services, new marketing campaigns. They can really be central to marketing specifically for creators launching new courses, launching new content. I guess the question is, well, where does it go wrong? Where do launches fall down? I wouldn't say necessarily that they go wrong in the sense, yes, you can have a launch that doesn't work out the way that you want it to. But I think what you're speaking to is that a lot of creators, they'll have a successful launch. And then after the dust settles, they try to figure out, okay, what next? And the what next typically becomes, well, I'm just going to do what worked last time. And so three months later, six months later, they relaunch the same program or they try to come up with something new and they do yet another launch because why reinvent the wheel? But the challenge with that is that basically you're not leveraging automation and your business can only grow so far when you're not leveraging automation. I mean, one of the benefits of technology and the ability to have automated tools such as email platforms and CRMs is that you can perfect your marketing and continue to polish it and make it better and have people go through on an automated basis. So you can leverage that technology to automate your messaging to your marketplace Automation can come in the form of the ads that you put out on Facebook or Google. You can split test these and get feedback on what's working and what's not and leverage that. And so 24-7, 365, your ads can be out in front of the marketplace. Same thing with an epic blog post or a really powerful piece of content. Once you've created it, it is bringing you new targeted, interested prospects day after day, hopefully. So when you are only relying on launches, when that is your primary method for client acquisition, you are spending the significant portion of your calendar year not bringing in new clients. And that's a real problem. Your revenue becomes very hit or miss. I call it the roller coaster revenue cycle. It's great when it's up, but when it's down, it's really down. And that's a really tough way for you to do business planning when your revenue is really, really sporadic. How are you going to scale and grow your team when your revenue looks like an EKG meter up and down, up and down, up and down? So automating your marketing message also gives you the ability to do things like split tests and to be able to leverage 
things that you learn, oh, this headline works better than that headline. Or if we put in these testimonials instead of these testimonials, what if we tried a webinar versus an email series? You know, testing out these various different things, eventually you're going to hit on things which have a lift in conversion. And then from that point on, get to leverage that day after day after day. So you have this faster feedback loop. It's sort of like one of my favorite books, The Lean Startup. One of the key things is how quickly can you learn? So with a launch, certainly you could have a split test during a launch, but whatever you might learn during that launch, even if your split test is successful and you learn something powerful, you're not going to get to utilize that information, that learning until the next time that you do that launch. So you're forcing yourself to learn and grow at a much slower pace. So really it comes down to automation and speed of learning. And you're just really restricting your growth and your ability to scale when your only method or your primary method for client acquisition are launches. It's funny. I thought when I asked the question of where your launches would fall down is when you don't spend enough time figuring out if there's a need for your product or service. So you're marketing a product that's dead on arrival. You put all your marketing budget, your time, your efforts into something that's not going to work. And then the launch is a dud. And in reality, your launch might be successful, but if you're not thinking about building in sustainability into your marketing efforts, you're going to see this hopefully incredible rise to prominence and notoriety, but then the inevitable crash when you're not doing your launch activity. So we're going to talk a little bit more tomorrow about how to build more sustainability by monetizing your evergreen content. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jack Bourne, founder and CEO of Deadline Funnel. If you'd like to hear more of Jack and Deadline Funnel's tips to effectively automating a creator business, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning when we talk about monetizing evergreen content. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Jack, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Deadline Funnel. D-E-A-D-L-I-N-E-F-U-N-N-E-L. Or you could visit his company's website, which is deadlinefunnel.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M A R T E C H P O D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.